At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered as Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Longtime NFL executive, current VSIN host Michael Lombardi joins the program now. Michael, Happy New Year. How was the weekend? Yeah, the weekend was great. Happy New Year to you. Welcome to 2022. Exciting, uh, exciting times. As I look out my window and see snow pouring down, it's just awesome. Okay, so let's start with this. As a guy who has been in and around the league for a long, long time, you know, my initial reaction yesterday was, okay, that's it for Antonio Brown. His career is going to be finished. But the more you hear about this now, it appears as if Brown told the coaching staff that he was hurt. He didn't want to go back into the game. They told him again to go back in. He refused at that point. They told him on the sideline that he was going to be a goner, that they were going to cut him. That's why he left. So do you think that that was the end of his career or maybe not because of how it transpired? Well, I do think it's the end of his career. I mean, I I don't see anybody standing up and supporting him like Tom Brady did. I mean, the way he reacted after the game, you know, certainly welcoming that into your locker room would be very challenging and difficult going into 2022, you know, and, uh, you know, he, he, he flew off the edge and I don't know what's going on with him. He's had these difficulties before, but I do know going into the game, he was hurt with an ankle. And listening to Brady's comments after the game, you know, where Brady was a little bit tempered uh, less than what we saw from the coaches. I mean, let's be real honest. I don't think Bruce Arians really ever wanted Brown on the team. I think he did it because Brady wanted him on the team. And I think that that manifested itself to the reaction yesterday, which was uncalled for, which wasn't professional, which wasn't what what a a player should do. But obviously there's extenuating circumstances personally, and the conduct on the field. You never go against Brady. Well, what do you think of this team moving forward? They get shut out at home by the Saints. They're down big and almost lose to the Jets. What do you think about Tampa's chances to repeat? Well, I mean, they should have lost to the Jets. Yes. Bally, yeah. I mean, let, you know, I mean, like, seriously, like, well, who's Robert Salai think his team is? Then he threw the coordinator under the bus yep. after the game saying, to hand the boss ball off to Barrios. I mean, look, you got a chance to go up seven against Tom Brady. You know, I don't care if he doesn't have any timeouts left. I mean, you're not the 64 Packers or the 0-2 Ravens. Your defense isn't any good. <laughs> Brady's going to move the ball down the field. Uh-huh. Play the game for overtime. Why not kick the field goal? 
You know, it's third and, you know, it's fourth. It was a long two. It wasn't just like fourth and inches. It was a long two, you know, and, and I don't understand it. Like, I mean, this has become an epidemic in the National Football League. People turn it down three points like they're, they're meaningless. And, you know, as, as Belichick would often say, they deserve to lose. As for the Bucks, I mean, I thought that was going to be a hard game for the Bucks because they're missing, they were missing Barrett, missing Pierre Paul, and then their secondary isn't very good. And give the Jets credit. They played as, as well as they could play. Their coach really, to me, let them, off the, let, let them down. I mean, this game should have gone to overtime. Yep. <laughs> what did you think of how Zach Taylor played the finish of that uh, Bengals-Chiefs game yesterday? At some point, I'm thinking, Zach, you're going to have to put three points on the board here uh, because the, you know the time keeps winding down here off the clock and it's ticking away. You don't want to go to overtime against Patrick Mahomes, but they got bailed out because of so many penalties. They got bailed out, and they got bailed out. I mean, Mitch, they got bailed out. There was a false start, a, a flagrant false start that they didn't get called. It should have been fourth and six, and the Chiefs should have got the ball back. I mean, it was a flagrant false start, and they didn't get it. It was a really poorly refereed game. I, I yep, thought there yep. was really questionable pass interference yep. calls in that game that I think Andy Reid had every right to. Now, the bigger issue is this. At what point did Steve Spagnola say, we can't leave Jamar Chase one-on-one again? At what point do you say that? Like, why can't we – what is so hard about doubling a receiver? Like, if you're going to – whoever plays the Bengals in a playoff game, I promise you that, that, that Chase now has to get – not because of his unique speed, but because of his playmaking ability when the ball is in the air, somebody's got to be on top and somebody's got to be below him. Because if you're going to let him one-on-one, they're just going to throw these fade routes to him, and he's going to make every play. Yep. Amen. I mean, this, was a, this, was, this was really a poor day for Spagnola. It was a great day for Chase. It was a great day for the Bengals. But to me, when you really watch this game, I thought the adjustments that they didn't make by Kansas City was the cause of them losing. Yeah. Third and 27 is inexcusable. Single coverage. And they throw a fade. Yes. They throw a fade. Oh, you you're throwing it up there. It's a jump ball, and, and you don't have the guy doubled. Where do you think the ball was going to go? <laughs> Wholeheartedly agree. Uh-huh. He's killing you yeah. the entire game. Uh-huh. This just in. You might buy yeah, I, mean, I don't know. And, I mean, treat him like a gunner on the punt team. Put two guys on him at the line of scrimmage. Who cares? Yep. Make Higgins beat you. Make Boyd beat you. Make him hold the ball. One of the reasons why they didn't get more pressure on the quarterback was because Burrow was throwing it to him no matter what. Make him hold the football. Agreed. Michael Lombardi, our guest. Are are the Cowboys now at the very top of the list of teams that you cannot figure out in this league? Yeah, I mean, they are for me. I, I, you know, especially when I want to trust them, I can't. You know, and yesterday was disappointing in, in every aspect. I mean, a little bit, it, it just it doesn't seem like when they need to really show their dominance, they can't quite turn it on. And they were so bad on third down yesterday. I mean, they were just not good on third down, and that's why they only had the ball for 25 minutes in the game. I mean, they were bad. I thought Murray, you know, his running the ball, I think we saw it late in the game when they kept the ball away from the the Cowboys. His ability to get back to running the ball was important. I mean, the Cowboys only had nine possessions in this game. And, And, you know, in the third quarter, they went two, three and outs. I mean, that's really, you can't do that. And I, I think a lot of it was because of they just, to me, and I've said this before last week against Washington, I just think they don't practice at a high enough level. Their execution week in and week out doesn't always look pristine. Are we not giving Tennessee enough credit? And talk? I mean, they're going to be the one seed, and they're getting Henry back here. They could be dangerous. 
They could be that. Paulie, look, they're good on defense. I mean, this yes. was a really hard matchup for Miami. I mean, first of all, Tua, Miami's offense was 30th in the league in yards per play. That's because of Tua, right? I mean, he, he, we all know he's going to throw short. He's going to throw check downs as much as anybody. We, we know that. I mean, he's not a very good long passer. And so this was the best tackling team. This team limits yards after the catch better than any team in the league. And with, and with long back, who was really important to their defense, he's, his speed and athleticism made it very challenging. And look, this Foreman kid, if you study this kid's career, he was a five-star. He was Mr. Texas. He was everything. And he's kind of bounced around the league because he's kind of been lazy, hasn't always been in shape, kind of felt entitled. And, you know, he runs for 132 yesterday, and he's had some trouble with the pr- protecting the football. But Tannehill only had to throw the ball 18 times. Yes. I mean, he only threw for 120 against them. They couldn't stop the run. And Tua, another big game with bad weather that Tua can't play it. At what point do we, as Miami knows it, the, the organization knows it, at, maybe the media will finally figure it out that Tua is not an elite player. He's not a top 10 quarterback. He's not a top 12 quarterback. He is journeyman level. You've played on a lot of successful teams uh, and, and Super Bowl teams. How do you, how do you did you treat the final game when you were already in the playoffs and if seeding mattered to the organization. Well, I mean, if, you had to, if you had to buy, you were going to rest your guys. I mean, you did, you wanted to make sure you came through the healthy, but with only one buy, it, it's kind of hard to to really rest. I think a lot of this is going to come down to, particularly in the AFC, what's the seeding? Who would you want to play? Mm-hmm. You know, New England wins, they'll and Buffalo wins. They're the fourth seed. If everybody wins, New England go to Buffalo again. I'm sure they wouldn't mind doing that. I feel like they feel like they they've beaten Buffalo once. I'm sure they think they can beat them again. So I think a lot of this is going to come down to who do you think? I mean, we know that the Raider, the last team in the AFC is going to be the Raiders or the Chargers, right? This is a great opportunity for the Chargers, a great opportunity for the Raiders with their remarkable win yesterday against the Colts. A, a game, really, that is more evidence that if a quarterback doesn't practice, like Carson Wentz, he doesn't play very well. And I think we saw that. So, to me, I think a lot of this is about who do you want to play in the playoffs? Do you want to go to Cincinnati? Do you want to go to Buffalo? Where do you want to go for these wild card teams? Mm-hmm. Uh, Baker and the Browns eliminated Five-point move. Steelers haven't lost at home on Monday night since 1991. Probably Ben's final home game. What do you? Any thoughts on the game tonight? I like the Steelers. I like them at three and a half a lot. I, I, I think to me this is we know we know. Let's let's not, let's not skirt around the issue. This is Ben's last game, and and I and he's got to be a little Billy Chapel today. He's got to be for the love of the game, right? He's got to go out there in Yankee Stadium and throw the no hitter mm-hmm. as a Detroit tie, right? I mean, this is what he's got to do, and I think Ben will rise to the level of play today against the Brown team that really, I mean, can will they go out there and play their hardest? I don't think so. I know one thing. The Steelers will because for Ben, they're going to play, and he deserves to go out in a, in a, in a really nice fashion. Yep. Great spot as always, Michael. Uh, love how fired Thanks, up you guys. were today. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Yep, Thank take you, care. sir. There well you go. done. And I- catch his show later on today. Uh, at noon Eastern right here on Beeson. I'm sorry. I thought it was a Scotty Pippen moment there for Brown. That uh, You're drawing the play up for Kukoc. I'm not getting off the – Well, sure, this, yeah. He, he could, could be done, but that this at least helps him out. About, I would say a little bit, yes. yeah. Wait, wait yeah. a second, I'm hurt. I was hurt going in. I right. can't go out there. And then they cut him on the sidelines? I mean, And that's the reaction? Put it this way. If he wasn't practicing this week leading into the game because of the injury, yeah. and then he's telling the staff, yeah. guys, I, I'm hurt again. I don't feel comfortable going back in. And Arians and everybody's like, no, get back in. He's like, I'm not going to do it. 
Like he's going to have a case here, probably. It's a it's a dated movie and a dated reference, but it reminded me of slap shot when the guy oh. just thinking throwing it all out there while the fight's <laughs> oh, yeah, going on. Sure, sure. Uh, God is throwing. But we were the yard sale. I mean, I saw that yesterday watching all the games live. They were that was on the TV live when it was happening. Yeah, and you're like, what the hell is this? Did you see the report? Security thought it was a fan. They were going to tackle. They were going to tackle the guy. <laughs> Who's this bozo with his shirt off? Right. Oh, right. it's Antonio Brown. And all the photos that came out afterwards. <laughs> did you see that he immediately got like with his driver in New York City, and they're like, yeah, he was okay in the back seat. I don't know the whole thing. What? Yeah. Had a driver right there. Did, there was come a, right in. He, the pictures of him with his driver came out like two hours later. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> Video, everything. All right, take me to the airport. That's it for me. Strange. Up next, week 18 opening numbers in this sports. And, uh, boy, a lot of these have moved from the look-aheads last week. And how about this? One NFL team evidently wants a big-name college coach. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. VSEN has a great new offer to help make this best your best betting year ever. Our all new big game dance special provides VSEN. Plus, all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guide, and full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today for $69 through April 5th. All right. So here's your big name college coach, according to rumors, that uh, one NFL team wanted him. The Raiders want Jim Harbaugh. But he was super excited even after getting blown out against Georgia over the weekend. Yes. And when asked about the pay cut he had to take, he just said it's just money. Right. So that's that, that's not going to happen. Okay, so here we go with your uh, Week 18 numbers in the NFL, and we can tie it into what the look-ahead numbers were last week to give you an idea of how some of these bad boys have moved. Okay, so I want to start at the very top of this graphic. Uh, the Saints, well, you're going to hear a lot this week, right? Some of these teams need the game. Okay. Saints, four and a half at Atlanta. They uh, opened up three and a half last week. Remember, when they played the first time, they were six and a half at home, and Atlanta dominated the game. Yes. I do like the Saints, though. Yeah, where's Atlanta's heads at right now? Right. They've been so bad at home, and I just, 
somehow, some way, this offense just makes enough plays with Hilton. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they covered that game. Uh, but that's uh, Carolina scores early. Great job by New Orleans defense. I mean, you, you knew that after that drive, Carolina wasn't scoring the rest of the way. But they win 18-10. to 10. They win this game. They get a niner loss. Somehow this team is in the playoffs. Uh, right. And right. I know a lot, of, a lot of those teams, especially the teams uh, that have already won their division, are thinking, oh, my God, that'd be great. You don't want to see that 49er team. You don't want to see not that at team all. in the playoffs. No, not at all. And by the way, Kyle Shanahan came out and said if Garoppolo's healthy, he's going to go in week 18, mm-hmm. yep. not Trey Lance. All right, the, the late game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you do here. I mean, I, I imagine the Eagles sit people. Who knows how Dallas treats it? The, the question I just posed to Michael Lombardi, I don't know how important. Uh, this. Well, I, let's be honest, Paul. Like, How, how many bets are you going to make throughout the week for week 18? Oh, oh well, yeah. I'm not gonna, Col- I, well, this is also this is like a mini preseason. It can who's, be for who's a lot of sit people. What's the motivation? How sure. long do they play? That's another angle. Mm-hmm. Even if they play, how long are they going to play? And uh, not to mention with the, all the COVID stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. So, by the way, for the record, Dallas they were three and a half last week. Opened up one and a half. Now sitting at two and a half. Colts opened <laughs> fourteen and a half last night. They were eight and a half last week. Eight and a half. Now fourteen and a half. And I think at some spots there's high 16 already. It's 16 behind us. Yeah, this this will go to 17 or maybe even higher than that. Yeah. Taylor goes for 200. I hope you're right. That was ugly yesterday. I mean, they wanted no part of the Patriots rushing attack. Jones going up and down the field against them. Lawrence tried to turn it over every possession. I mean, the one long play they made, he threw it up to up for grabs and triple coverage. The guy came down with it. I know. I mean, this is. I mean, that is. What is it? That's fifty to three late in the game. <sighs> I'd like to see Jacksonville play the Giants this weekend, <laughs> right? But oh. but make it count. Like the winner, every player is going to get like a million dollar bonus if you win the game to see just how what what that would look like. So Washington <laughs> against the Giants. The look ahead was Washington four. Giants have been so bad. We yes. agree. Worst team in football. Now football team's up to six and a half. Yep. They score three points against the Bears. They throw for 20 yards. They've lost five in a row. And they, uh, other than the Charger game, they couldn't do anything offensively. Nine, six, ten, three points. That's a run they're on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were routed by Tampa on the Monday night game. Remember, the win was against Philly. They won 13 yep. to seven. Yep. Philly was going up and down the field. Hurts kept throwing interceptions. I, I I take the Washington. That team won in New Orleans. I believe. I, I don't know how that happened. I believe that was when Jameis Winston was healthy. Yes. And they almost yep. beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Uh, Minnesota. The look ahead was six against Chicago. The opener last night was three and a half. It's now three and a half or four. I if I'm going to make a bet, and I did make one yesterday before these numbers opened up, but uh, I would look at Chicago plus the okay. four. All right. I think it's just too much. Bills 17 against the Jets. I would agree. When they get the division. Yeah. The Jets have been feisty. Mm-hmm. Hanging in there. That's right. a lot of points. Okay. How about Panthers at the Buccaneers? The look-ahead number on this game was Tampa 16.5. Now Tampa 9, 9.5. Don't know how they're going to treat it. Well, they're playing for a Don't seed. Know. Yeah. Well, Lombardi's right about matchups. And who do you want? Right. Does Dallas want to see Arizona again? Can Dallas avoid Arizona? Does Tampa want to play? I, I don't know. Tampa's had issues with the Saints, too. Sure. That's the matchup. I right. Mean. And for those of you that might be just waking up right now and uh, didn't pay attention to the Green Bay game last night or fell asleep, whatever, uh, Green Bay did lock up the one seed last night. And the league took their sweet time announcing the Week 18 Oh, they really too. did. That took I mean, forever. Was, 
Yep. Okay, so Patriots at the Dolphins. The look ahead was uh, New England two and a half. The thought was here Miami could still be alive for a playoff shot, and uh, now it opened up six. Patriots are five and a half or six. Well, Belichick has played games with the final game as well when they're in. One year they were in in a meaningless game against the Texans, and Welker got hurt. I think he tore his ACL. I recall that. The game meant nothing. Mm -hmm. Other times we've seen uh, Brady play a half, or other times, you know, turn it over to the backup early. Sometimes he plays three quarters. They were in there, all those great teams with Brady. So right. I don't know how Belichick treats it. Because uh, assume he, at some point it could be 24 nothing Bills. And, the, and then it becomes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah, Second of course. Half, yeah. Right, right. Okay, so, and again, this is going to be uttered a lot this week. Just because a team needs to win a game doesn't mean that they will. It certainly doesn't mean that they're going to cover. But this number is only going to go up, I would imagine. Tennessee, the look ahead was 10 at Houston. Opened up 11 last night. That's where they're sitting right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was more of uh, Trey Lance, who did make some nice throws in the second he, half. He played well in the but second it, half. Yeah, but it was, Texans hung in there. They were showing fight. And that was a loser for me yesterday. Yeah. I had them in that game. I can't believe the Niners covered that. That's that's 10-7, and the Texans are driving. Right. And they couldn't get the money. Yep. By the way, um, that number is going to go to 14. You think so? I should say my guess what? is that number is going to go to 14. Tennessee against okay. Houston. All right. They announced that uh, they're going to bring back Cully next year for their head coach. Um, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I think the number is only going to go up, like the Colts game already, going from 14 and a half to 16. Steelers at Baltimore. Uh, where this number open up last week? Oh, this was six and a half a week ago. Now it's Baltimore four and a half. Now I have no clue. I mean, it, it based on tonight, what's going to happen tonight. Yep. Um, so no opinion there. Yes. I like the Chargers. Chargers will beat the Raiders and make the playoffs. You better get two and a half yeah. ASAP yeah. because I it's know. already three at some spots. Yep. You think the Chargers win that game yes. outright? Dominated the first matchup. Were they healthy? When they're healthy and no COVID issues. And I think they're going to put a scare in Kansas City if that's the first, if they meet in the playoffs. I cannot believe. The Raiders are 9-7, and seven, I know. and if they win the game, they're in the playoffs. Yes, right. Unbelievable job. Lost to the Giants. Yeah. We're in first play, all, in all the distractions they had to deal with. Go back. Can we look? So maybe I'll do that this week. And I also cannot believe Staley kicked a field goal from the one-yard line <laughs> early and, in the game. And he kicked another one from the five. Yes. How many times did the Raiders win as, like, a pretty decent dog this year? That's got to be a majority of their wins, top of my head. Uh, 49ers at the Rams. This game means a ton. Yeah. The look ahead was uh, L.A. six and a half. Opened up six last night. Now they're down to five and a half. Well, I love the Rams if it's going to be Lance, but I expect Garoppolo to play, and the Niners need it. But they beat them five in a row, and mm-hmm. they embarrassed them in the first meeting on Monday Night Football. Right. But Rams need it because they want the division. Now keep in mind, though, Garoppolo is probably going to need surgery in the offseason. But if he's mm-hmm. healthy enough to go, they're going to go yeah. give him right. a shot. Here's your big boy. Good call by you. Yeah, this is the one game that I bet before the game started yesterday. Uh, it actually got to three and a half, but I bought the hook down to three KC. Because in my mind, it was, even if they win the game, they still have to beat the Broncos to get home field because Tennessee, if they, lose, if they would lose one game, Tennessee's going to get it because they have the tiebreaker. Right. And Tennessee had to beat Miami. That and was the, it. And the league helped you out putting this Saturday early. I would agree. I think Reed will uh, play people. So the, the look ahead was three. KC's now ten. Well, Drew Lock, this is... By the oh, way, man. by the way. Drew Locke is so bad. But but the coaching staff, too, the guy had to leave the game for a series because he's hurt. 
you come back and you get it fourth and goal at the inch line and you run the Philly special and throw him the ball, what are your, your heads need to be examined yeah, no, today? Yeah, good point. Get yeah. the entire that entire Fangio is a good defensive coach. Shermer and everybody else, get out. Get the pink slip should be on the door already. And Seahawks at uh, Arizona, the look ahead was five, now six and a half. Mm-hmm. It, but it's Arizona at home. Well, he's going to be tough. Uh, somebody, some of these coaches pull the plug on a game, take people out. I don't know. Goes back to Belichick. What, what if he gets? What's he's? What if he's up? Maybe he doesn't want updates. I don't know. But I'm sure he's at some point they could call him eight. 20 to nothing, Bills, third quarter. Right. What does he do? I don't know. Right. Up next, we will get into the good, the bad, and the ugly from the weekend. And I'll bring it up again. Um, it's the first time in the history of the league a player accomplished this. Details on that coming up next. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you miss any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. All you have to do is head to VEASAN.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Elbaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Good. Pretty, pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. The bad. I've had it with this dump. Got no food. Got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. And the ugly. First of all, that's horrible. Wow, that was the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. Here we go with my good. Uh, of all the bowl games over the weekend, surprise, surprise, the Rose Bowl was a stellar watch yet again. That was a lot of fun action. Man, I think we had five touchdowns in like two and a half minutes of the second quarter. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. nuts. The big playmaking uh, that took place, and clearly Utah at some point had to say, double team? Is that? Do, do we have that in our arsenal? Can we pull that off? You're not going to get a stop of Ohio State because Stroud and the receivers were killing you. Go for two and use your timeouts at the end. What are you doing winning him? I like him as a coach a lot. But don't let him drain the clock all the way down to the very end. Uh, Joe Burrow's last two weeks, 525 yards and four touchdowns, 446 and four touchdowns, 37 of 46 and 30 of 39 in those two games, zero INTs. Uh, He's down to like 10 to 1 at some spots. I think it's a little too late for him to win the MVP. He is going to be very popular next year. And in fact, he's the first player in history to do what I just said. 400-plus passing yards and four touchdowns with no INTs in two straight games. Um, I know it was Atlanta, but the Bills, uh, Bills running game in the snow, and that's why what you said earlier, I mean, stick with it a little bit. That's you don't happy. Have to, and by the way, another thing. Jo- Josh Allen takes some heat off the fastball, buddy. Oh, I know. Diggs is five feet away from you. Right, rocket ball. It's, it's snowing out. It's cold. And it's okay to throw the ball out of bounds or throw it away. Right. That interception in the end zone. Come on. Yep. And the race for offensive rookie of the year between Matt Jones and Jamar Chase. In fact, DraftKings has now made Jamar Chase a 225 favorite over Matt Jones. He's plus 175. He was $5 before the game on Sunday. And DeMar DeRozan, I don't know if he can win the MVP. Uh, he's like fifth right now, according to the MVP ladder. If you follow that, like on NBA.com and NBA Central and other spots, 
uh, but what he has meant so far to the team this year. They're the number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference. First player in NBA history to go back-to-back days with a buzzer beater like that. And the degree of difficulty. Oh. Well, I don't know what he was waiting for on the first one against the Pacers. One, one leg. Count it. <laughs> yes, right. Like, what's he doing? Uh, and the second time against the Wizards, though, that was impossible. And he nailed yep. it. Yep. But Great story. It's a, yeah, Larry Bird actually did this consecutive games, not back-to-back days is the only thing. Uh, my bad. I brought up Woodingham already. Uh, I'll, I'll throw in Kirk Ferentz as well. Punting nearly at mid- midfield. Fourth and inches. You win the game if you get it. Yeah, game's Kentucky's over. Kentucky's out of timeouts. Yep. But how about the catch by, was it Robinson from Kentucky? He got absolutely leveled on that 18-yard catch to being in that drive. His head was almost taken off, and he hung on to the football somehow. Uh, my ugly, the college football semifinals, garbage television, what can the sport do? Uh, I'm going to say nothing until maybe Saban retires. A couple of good tweets I wanted to point out. Mark Cusack on Twitter. There's only one Saban. Once he's done, the talent will head elsewhere. Wasn't that long ago, Texas, USC, Oklahoma, Nebraska dominated. The play calling by Cincy and Michigan was simply terrible, coupled with the quarterbacks not getting rid of the ball fast enough. Yep, nope, you're I, spot on. I agree with that. And this is from Irvin, nope. 8833. Bama and Georgia could be the one seeds with buys, and they could have a play-in tournament for the three and four seeds. Shorten the season, have the uh, and, and the one seeds might have that extra time off, but the play-ins would be outstanding. Again, you could have had Oklahoma State, Notre Dame as a, as a play-in, that Rose Bowl as a play-in game, part of the playoffs. But people are, are so against it. I, I just I, I never, will never understand this. Well, the three weeks off really helps the better team or the favorite. Yep. Yep. And they're never going to do this. But get rid of the conference title games. They're unnecessary. The New York Giants. This tweet from Roger Sherman. One of the worst offensive halves in NFL history. They had minus 16 passing yards and an INT a lost fumble on a sack, and a running play stopped in the end zone for a safety. Glennon was one of two for four yards, but because of sacks, he had minus 16 yards. And that's how they finished the game. They actually finished with minus 10 yards passing in the game yesterday. It's 2022 now with football. <laughs> yes. That can't happen. Yes. The first play of the game summed up their season. Oh, yes, yep. it did. Good. Sirianni and the Eagles. Had their win total under, they surprised me. Now, I know why were they so reluctant to run the ball uh, when the first couple months of the season. But great job. They've won 6-7. of seven. They're in the playoffs. The loss was the game they blew against the Giants when they dominated the game. But Hurts kept throwing interceptions. I don't know who's going to win Coach of the Year, but what a job by Vrabel. I know they had big expectations going in, but you lose Henry, and you're still going to get the one seed, even when you don't have Julio as well. Great performance. Running the ball and defensively to shut down Miami and blowing them out. Raiders, three wins in a row after getting blown out twice by Kansas City. Remember, they lost at home to Washington and couldn't score in that game in a low-scoring game. They've had so many bad games, at least they couldn't get to 17 points on offense. Turned it over, but still scored enough points and had a big road win against the Colts and now in position winning in as well. Bad? Matt Rule again. I mean, uh, this is from Joe Person, The Athletic. Sources say David Tepper is unhappy and embarrassed after he gave Rule a seven-year, $62 million deal to outbid the Giants for his services. Wow. You fired the offensive coordinator, and you play different quarterbacks, you still can't score. Ten points again. And you had a nice drive at the start of the game. They're broken. I mean, I I thought this guy was a good, well, college coach, yes. It's not working, working out. And the ugly, let's start, we talked about this before the Bulls started 
The Pac-12 again. John Wilner tweet. The Pac-12 finishes 0-5 in bowl games. Washington State lost in the Sun Bowl. The Utah hung in there. I mean, Utah had a good performance, uh, but couldn't get enough stops. But still, again, the Pac-12 and the Bulls with the UCLA cancellation as well. They haven't won a bowl since 2019. (laughs) What what a debacle. How can that be? Harbaugh again? I know, great season for Michigan. But here's another one now. I mean, they they pay you a ton of money. you got to do a better job in bowls. Five straight bowl game losses for Harbaugh. Orange, Outback, Peach, Citrus, Orange. A lot of those are blowouts, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's Franklin, $90 million. I know you had opt-outs, but still, great tweet from Chris Felica, the Bear. Since starting 8-0 in 2019, Penn State is 14-13. Under 500 against Power 5 teams and under 500 in the Big Ten. $90 million. Okay? And then what, what, what more can you say about the Giants and the Jags? I mean, it's just to think about, you've had to think, put this in perspective. The Jags are going to have a top 10 pick for the 14th time in the last 15 seasons. And Joe Judge, quote, I can tell you we've got more players here who are going to be free agents, and they're coming into my office every day begging me to come back. I know that. I know players we coached last year who call me twice a week telling me how much they wish they were still here, even though they're getting paid more elsewhere. I know we've got the right foundational pieces right here. End quote. You're full of it. I'm calling BS. You're lying. There's no way you're getting multiple from a guy. Who, who's going to more money? It would, I'm going to come to the Giants and take a pay cut to win, go 4-13? Are you nuts? Mm. Give me a break. That's my argument. Yep. By the way, the Raiders on the season, some of their wins to get here. Opening week, remember they hosted the Ravens. That game was like as high as five, got down to three Baltimore. They won it outright. Quick turnaround, had to go to Pittsburgh in week two. They won as five and a half point dogs in that game. They This was after the Gruden mess. October 17th, nobody on earth gave them a chance to go to Denver and win. Uh-huh. They killed them. Yep. They were a five point dog in that game. <laughs> They somehow lost to this Giants team. They beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, 36-33. Right. Then they're 6-7. and seven. Then you, the break started happening. Uh, yes. They got COVID-ravaged Cleveland and a third-string quarterback. Needed a game-winning field goal at the gun to win. You got Drew Locke instead of Bridgewater and issues with Denver. And then you get Wentz played, but Wentz couldn't practice and as Wentz got COVID on Tuesday. Right. But still played, and it was still a nice win. So that trilogy had to happen again. Yeah. But so many times winning is like dogs or big dogs, eight and a half point dogs yesterday. Because once once the Wentz news got there that he was going to you know give it a go, that number shot all the way up past seven, seven and a half. Screw that. Not, not high enough. Eight, eight and a half. And they went there. And I got to tell you, they were the better team from start to finish. They deserved to win yeah. that game. Uh, mixed bag by all reports. The uh, books took it for, to the betters in the early games. The late games went the better's way with how that played out. Mm. But do we mention, too, all the big moves on some of these favorites? I mean, it was it was a hard week, though. I mean, how, how, how could you take some of these bad teams? It worked out. But I guess maybe the Tampa Bay game should have been a pass. But uh, I thought they'd bury them. Uh, but Jets hung in there. But some of these huge point spreads. And we see it again this week. Yes. Up next, a Monday night football betting preview and a contest update. Believe it or not, uh, one of the remaining five people in Circus Survivor nearly missed the deadline. Can you imagine that? I'll give you some details on that coming up next.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare follow the money on vsan the sports betting network What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. And when you bet with points, bet you get great odds and great payouts all in a fast and reliable book. Download the app now. Use the code VSIN2K. Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And you get a free $10 live bet for the play-in game with the Chargers and the Raiders Sunday. Must be 21. Void where prohibited. So think about this for a second. Uh, here at Circa, Survivor now at five entries. All of them advanced this past weekend. Um, but imagine this. I got a text on Saturday at 2.06 p.m. Keep in mind, the deadline out here is at 3 o'clock Pacific time uh, from a proxy and said, this is going to be fun. Our Circa Survivor customer's phone is going to voicemail. Should be a funny slash stressful 55 minutes and I'm like, shut the bleep up. Uh, and the proxy told me, text messages, phone calls, emails, we're getting nothing. And so I'm going back and forth with a bunch of texts with the proxy. I'm like, well, what's the play here? What do you do? I mean, I asked him, like, at some point, you're going to have to put in a play for him, right? Like, how does that work? And so he told me, like, the whole procedure about that. And, yeah, they're going to have to have a play lined up for him. Um, finally, at about 2.35... The person with one of the five entries remaining, his flight landed. And he checked his phone, and he had all these messages from the proxy. He's like, oh, my God, wait a second, what? So he called the proxy, gave him the play so they can get it in in time. But evidently, the person with the pick, because the rules changed on Christmas weekend to be in before the games on Sunday morning, he thought the deadline was on Sunday again and pushed back for good. Oh, he was on a flight. Eh, incredible. I've told you, I was surprised that we didn't have a miss here. Sometimes life gets in the way, you know, but that was, what's that tip going to be? Now, maybe the, the maybe you, you, his, his pick, the proxy pick was going to win anyways, if it came down to that, but he has chasing him down. If he doesn't text him, I mean, that, that's another reason again, why you'd have a proxy. Of course. Even if you're a law, people forget stuff. They get, who knows what happened? But how do you, but that, I know it's a million dollar. Who knows how much, 6 million on the line. I thought it was the other day. Slipped my mind. I thought it was Sunday. Yeah. Incredible. So I think the guy's willing to come on from what I understand. Depends on how this week goes for him. Okay. This but is I want to, I want to get like all of these people oh, on. Sure. Right. right. And right. talk about how they, you know, down yep. the stretch and everything like this. So yep. all five winners advanced. One person had Chicago. 
Didn't use them. Turned out to be easy. Everyone had Seattle available. Only one person went with Seattle. I thought you'd be nuts if you used them, but took out Detroit, no problem. Certainly it helped. No golf, it was Boyle. Uh, two used San Francisco. I had to play them. They were so big. Sweat, uh, it was sweaty it there was, for a, yep, a minute. Yep. A little hairy in the third quarter. They went in cover. Everyone had New Orleans available. Only one person used the Saints. They were losing 12-10 in the second half. Uh, Mr. Piper was the only person with the Chargers. He used the Chargers. Yeah. Now think uh, about this. What, two entries had the Chiefs this weekend. Yes. They avoided using them because here at Circa, again, if you used a Super Bowl team from last year in week number 18, it's a million-dollar bonus that they can split up if they all win this thing. So two people have the Chiefs left. How is that looking now? They need the game for a one seed. They're laying 10 points against the Broncos. And another entry has Tampa Bay left. Now, they were 16.5 on the look-ahead number. They're 9, 9.5 right around there this week. But if you use Tampa this week and they get there, that's part of that bonus as well. Down to five. That's right. So we'll know what these, these three individuals will do. We'll see what the other two people do. Mm. Uh, and what's left. What a story. Okay, so Man. as for tonight's game, uh, I this was part of my in-pocket play, plays on Friday when I bet the Steelers at three and a half. They announced that, well, Ben basically said this is going to be it probably for me. And Michael Lombardi, you know, 45 minutes ago said, yeah, this is going to be the same thing, going to be gone. Um, so this is now flipped five and a half points. They're a two-point favorite. Browns eliminated yesterday from the playoffs after the Bengals wrapped up the North. Uh-huh. I mean, all these numbers are just ridiculous. It's ap- it's astonishing. Ben's 24-2-1 against the Browns. They've won 17 in a row at home against Cleveland in the regular season. They're 14-1 and against Cleveland in home finales. They've won 19 in a row at home on Monday night. Last loss, 1991. <laughs> How is that possible? I, I, I don't know. And that you have, and as you mentioned, you have the big five-and-a-half-point move now with the Browns news. So, uh, to me, it's a, it's a big finish of the season for Mayfield. Yeah, you know, they're going to – but you're going to at least uh, bring some competition in. Van Pelt mentioned that, well, he's been hurt and dealing with that harness was difficult for him. Saturday was embarrassing. That game on Christmas is embarrassing. It was bad for Stefanski, too. But now, can you? How much success do they have on the ground, running the ball against this Pittsburgh defense? And do we get a great going out performance by Ben? Which stranger things have happened. It's, there's still a path for the Steelers. Went out and then I mean, the Colts would have to lose. They have so to lose. Yeah, but, that's part of the equation. But it's going out. One team playing for pride, and the Steelers still with a chance. Uh, and, and great career, Hall of Fame career for Roethlisberger. And that was a bad performance against the Chiefs, though, too, how bad they were. So 7-8 and eight against 7-7-1, seven, seven and one, and I don't know what to expect out of the Browns. Well, I, I certainly don't think Cleveland's going to roll over. I think even yeah. though their season is over with in terms of making the playoffs, they can still go out there and you know play the role of spoiler now. And in terms of the overall, uh, if you want to get involved with player props tonight again, I will just give you some some recent history here between these teams and players. For example, Nick Chubb. Had 69 yards, no touchdown when he took on the Steelers the first time around. But Pittsburgh's rush defense has been one of the worst in football. They're allowing 164 total yards per game, third most. That's just to opposing running backs. And it's actually much worse over the last five games. This defense is allowing 212 yards and 1.2 touchdowns per game. So this, if the Browns want to go out there and play it for a full 60 minutes, Nick Chubb has a chance to really go off tonight and have a great game. As for Najee Harris, the Browns are allowing the ninth fewest total yards to opposing runners 
But when teams get a lot of chances against Cleveland, that's when they go off. Uh, backs seen at least 20 touches have averaged 118 total yards and 1.7 touchdowns per game. One of those backs happened to be Najee Harris the first time they played. He went for 29 touches overall, had 120 total yards and a touchdown. That was back in week eight. So they're going to feed him the ball, I would think, a heavy amount tonight in this game. That turned out to be an enormous loss the first meeting. Pittsburgh didn't have a kicker. They had to go for two and two-point tries, and and they still won 15-10. to And the Browns scored 10 points. And what what a bad season it was for Cleveland. I mean, all the expectations. Oh, yeah. It was Super Bowl hype. Week one, they went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. They were 3-1. and They got run out at home against Arizona. They lost at home to Pittsburgh. The Baltimore loss on Sunday night when they intercepted Jackson four times and couldn't win the game. And then the Monday night with Mullins, you lost a heartbreaker, and it was also a killer what happened Saturday, uh, Christmas against the Packers, when you lost by two. So The, the coach I, of the I, year last year. I know. I know. Leading back. into the season. Yep. yep. Losing all these close games. Tough way for, for Cleveland to go out. And uh, How about this, though? So it's going to be it for Ben. 35-1, to one, first and or last touchdown. He, ran, he, he had a touchdown against Tennessee. Yeah. I could see it. Let's send him out in a good way. Let's get get him maybe a touchdown here, too. Win the game. What's anytime touchdown? That, I, that I'd like to know that one, too. That I missed. That's got to be a high number. But at Bet Rivers, he's 35 and 38 to 1, first and, or last touchdown. Uh, some numbers here on Deontay Johnson. He ranks third overall in targets. He's tied for fourth in receptions, sixth in yards since week number 10. He's gone over 95 yards in two straight games against Cleveland has not scored in four career games against the Browns. But think about this with the Browns. They have uh, not exactly had a great showing with their secondary over recent weeks, including Devontae Adams last week going for 10 and a buck 14 and two touchdowns. Uh, and Johnson's really good, obviously. So he could be a guy to keep your eye on tonight and have a good game. I would also look at Pat Fryermuth tonight because he's back the way it appears from the concussion. Uh, the first time they played, he had 44 yards, uh, caught four passes, also had a touchdown. They were actually pretty good against the Green Bay tight ends last week, but before that, Cleveland was allowing more than 70 yards per game to the uh, position with five total touchdowns. That's into the seven games before Green Bay. And again, Fryermuth was a huge target for Big Ben, especially near the red zone or in the red zone before the guy had the concussion. 13-1? to First or last? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe a flyer on that. All right. And this but, was also a top five consensus play in the circuit contest. It went three and one this week. But again, you're talking about plus three and a half in the contest mm. that uh, that people took to steal. Sure, sure. It was a popular well, player. We'll find out tonight what closing line value yeah. means if it does anything here in this spot tonight. Again, if you're sitting with three and a half like I am, it feels pretty good, but it doesn't mean anything this year. And this is the final regular season Manny cast, final Monday night game until we get to the playoffs. It's Goodell, Snoop Dogg, Aaron Rodgers, and Bill Coward. There you go. Yep. There's your Manny cast update. Up next, a full weekend recap of the National Football League. We'll try to sprinkle in some college as well. Our thoughts maybe on the national title game. But you want to hear Joe Judge sound like a buffoon? Okay, no problem. Uh, We'll play that audio for you coming up next. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.